0: Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: Welcome to the show tonight. Uh, I'm pretty disappointed, Zach. I have been sugar-shamed yet again today.
2: Oh, you're getting sugar-shamed left, right and centre. When is it going to end? It's honestly quite disgusting, Zach.
1: Whenever I go to order a coffee, I give my general order... Cappuccino, two sugars, thanks, and I get this this torrent of judgment back at me mm-hmm. for even contemplating the idea of having two sugars in a coffee. Now, I didn't, I still don't think two sugars is that much.
2: No, of course not. This is the attitude that you come with. Yep, uh, you're standing up for the two sugar people mm. of the world, while you're getting this barrage of anti-two sugar sentiment your way. Well, here's what I'm thinking:
1: is I know that I'm not the only one who has two plus sugars in a coffee or yeah. a tea. And tonight, I want to create a bit of an uprising, a little bit of a movement. Take a stand, Doc. Because all I'll say is all of us who are having heaps of sugar in our tea and coffee, we've got the energy for this. Yeah. I mean, maybe not for long. Maybe it's a short burst of energy. Mm -hmm. We've got the energy for a short burst of a revolution to stand up to all you people who don't want us having that much sugar in our beverages and saying enough is enough. So if that's you, if you also have a few sugars in your tea or coffee, stay tuned. I'm going to
2: need your help to join the revolution shortly.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: Where did your ex show up? Awkward scenes on The Bachelor tonight, the new Bachelor, Mm. the honey badger. Just kicking off.
1: We're in bachelor season. People always talk about, is it magpie season or whatever? That's not how I judge the year. It's bachelor season.
2: Did you know, Dom, Mm. one of the contestants on The Bachelor this year is actually an ex of The Bachelor, the honey badger. Now, here's the thing. Mm. She claims, Cass, that she didn't know. She signs up for The Bachelor. She doesn't know who it is. So when she gets out of the limo to meet him for the very first time, she's as shocked as anyone. (laughs) Oh, hello. <laughs> Thank to so see you knew it. You look <laughs> You're great. You're kidding me. <laughs>
1: Cass, who are you? Okay, well, I don't believe that. You don't believe second.
0: that? Why? Well, they, they what do you think?
1: Yeah, well, they announced that he was going to be The Bachelor yeah. like months ago. I reckon bef- long before, before they started casting. filming. I
2: reckon so. Yep.
1: I think there is no way on earth she didn't know. That would be too big so a So what are you thinking? this
2: is her big plan? I that she's going to win him back on TV?
1: Well, I reckon what's happened is she saw the news stories going around, what, six months ago, The Honey Badger's The New Bachelor. Yeah. And she's like, all right, on to bachelorcasting.com. And can I just say, yeah. from a reality TV casting point of yeah. view, if they're going through the applicants and they see, I used to date him. Yeah. they well, would think it's a
2: pretty good, is oh. pre- it, is a pretty good notch on your resume. If yes. they say, why would you be a good partner? Yeah, well, you say, true. well, I've been his partner before.
1: And also like, like the TV drama, that that has potential to create. Yeah. I mean, that's your dream, isn't it? Yeah. That's your dream. It's,
2: it's, it's, it's pretty close to a Jerry Springer episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: It's not far off that. Maybe that's what it will transition into by episode three or four. I'm sure.
2: I mean, it wouldn't have happened on TV, but stuff like this would happen all the time, I reckon. Yeah. So we want to know on 131060. Where did your ex show up?
1: Now, I've had a one I shared on the show last year, Zach, which was, um, this was humiliating. Downright humiliating. Because you, you always want, if you get to run into an X, you yeah. want to run into them at a high point, you of know, course you do. when you've just, I don't know, maybe won a gold medal, won a gold medal. That'd be a great time to run into an X, right? But unfortunately, instead of that, I was walking out of a supermarket, taking advantage of the value pack of toilet paper, the, <laughs> the 48 pack they had on sale uh, for, I think, $12. Yep. And I thought, well, I'm not passing that up. Yep. Walk out of the supermarket and see an X I hadn't seen in a few years. And what while. did they say? Well, they were, they just uh, told me how well their life was going. They've just moved in with a new partner. Everything's Mm -hmm. going well. And uh, they said, how's life going for you? And then looked at the toilet paper and said, I can probably figure it out,
2: (laughs) to be honest with you. We have Ashley in Brisbane on 131060. Ashley, did you run into an ex in an awkward space?
0: Hello, yes, unfortunately I did. What happened? So about a month after we broke up, he got a job at the Coles, 200 metres from my house that I would go to, what, like three to four times a week? Yeah. yeah. And it was super awkward. My mum knew that he was my first love in high school, would come home from grocery shopping and say, your little boyfriend has just served me my groceries and knows what we've been up to. Uh, uh, Ashley, okay. you
2: would have been so happy when they brought in self-serve checkouts. <laughs> Now oh, you, don't, you don't have the to go through. The worst
0: was that he de- started dating a chick at Coles as well. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to a work now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Become a fresh food person. Tanya, where, where was it for you?
0: Hey, it was Tiana. Um, and my ex showed up at my wedding. What? Oh,
1: okay. Uninvited?
0: Yep. Uninvited. Um, my old friend of mine actually brought him um, and she me that he was my ex. And they showed up at my wedding.
1: Okay. Yep. So this is like a plus one scenario. Yes, That's, the plus yeah. one scenario. <laughs> and what did you have a conversation? What did you do?
0: No, I didn't actually. I just let it go. Um, but when we we're having our wedding dance and after um, all the couples come up and have a wedding dance, she actually brought him up on the stage and <laughs> did a little dance next to us, which was delightful. Yeah.
2: Okay. So do uh, you think that she was trying to have a go at you, Tiana?
0: Um, well, in some way, I guess if she brought her, yeah. Um but she was really fat, so I don't know why she <laughs> okay. All right well
2: <laughs> I Feel like there's still a little bit of friction there.
1: Yeah, you know what, I don't think that wound's been entirely healed, but that's okay. <laughs>
2: we mean, have Hannah didn't... in Melbourne. Where did the ex show up?
1: Hello. Hey Hannah, where did the ex show up?
0: Um, so I was finishing up a night out with a couple of friends. Yeah. Um I was going home with someone and we picked out <laughs> Called an Uber and he was my Uber driver. No,
1: oh, no way. way, that's awful. No oh. way. And how how long it had been since you guys had broken up? Was it recent?
0: Uh yeah. So it was six months.
2: Yeah. That's... Wow. And what was that conversation like? Not much. It was just
0: pretty much like, <laughs> "Hi, this is my friend," and mm. we just sat.
2: Uh, it was really really put a damper on the I thought. Um, uh, five star whoo- review. No.
0: Um No, no, I gave
2: him one. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I know, okay. Can I just say? No, that's a good reason. No. One, what's the problem? He's yeah. my ex.
1: No, I don't think, and just on behalf of the Uber drivers out there, yeah. you can't let personal stuff come between you and the Uber <laughs> rating. You've got to keep that one professional, in my opinion. Dean, on 131060, where'd the ex show up?
0: On a blind date.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Oh. We, were, th- we were actually joking in the song about imagine if that were to happen to you. What, so, so what happened, Dean?
0: Um, so I got set up on a blind date, um, and I went along and I was sitting there waiting. Um, and next minute he walked in and I was like, oh, this is awkward. We're both at, at the same place. Um, and then realized that we are actually at, meant to be at the same table. And
2: how did that conversation go down? Like, how did you figure out that you were there for each other?
0: Uh, well, I was sort of like waved awkwardly, yeah. um, and then we were both just sort of waiting, and then um, he got seated at the same table as I did. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. well, and then so it? Dean, did you guys get back together? That was your second shot at it. What happened?
0: Um, no, because I was only broke up in the first place because okay. I wasn't into it after stringing it along for about six months. Yeah, right. Okay.
1: okay. Did you have a good dinner um, at least? Was it a good dinner?
2: Um, by myself, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Dean, I imagine no more blind dates. <laughs>
0: No more yeah. <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: Zach, I got uh, sugar shamed today for the very last time. I will not stand for this any longer. Sugar shaming, of course, being um, a term I've just invented, where you get some sort of a sarcastic or critical response when you uh, put too many sugars, or what is deemed to be too many sugars in your tea or coffee.
2: Now, when you go and get a coffee... Yes you do have a history of getting sugar shanked I mean, because sugar of your not. high sugar content you put in. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of baristas find that offensive.
1: I put two sugars in. Yeah. Yes, there was a stage I had three, yeah. but I don't think that's too much sugar.
2: Yeah. Obviously, I think, cause you're doing it. Yeah,
1: no, there is no way that's too much sugar. Here's what happened today. Yeah. right. I was ordering my standard cappuccino, cappuccino on full cream milk, two sugars. Thanks. Right. And you know, when you put that order in that you're in for a good time, I'm, okay. re- I'm ready to go. Right. Too,
2: a bit too sweet for me.
1: Is it? Yeah. What do you have?
2: Uh, long black. With? Nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that is the evidence of a man without a soul. Oh, why? why? No, that's fine. It doesn't matter. The point is, Zach, like, I put in this order, cappuccino on full cream with two sugars, thanks. And the barista looks at me and says, you're kidding, aren't you? <laughs> and I said, no, I'll have you know I'm not kidding. Well, I well, didn't say that. Yeah, I said, yeah. no, I'm not kidding. Right. I didn't take the attitude because, mm. you know, I'm not good at confrontation. Yeah. But I said, I'm not kidding. And she's like, geez, well, do you want to live past 30? And I just don't appreciate well, it. Well, do you? Uh, well, not if it's a life where I have to have less than 2 sugars in my coffee. <laughs> That's not a life I want to have, Zach. Yep. That's, I don't want to live past 30 if it's a sugar-free world. All right, well, <laughs> well
2: you made your decision.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, you should be able to guilt-free put in as many sugars as you want. <laughs> I am You sick. don't want a lecture. I don't want a lecture. I didn't sign up for the moral lesson no. as well as my coffee. If I want that, I'll pay extra. Yeah, Or at least I should get a discount if I'm going to get it. Do you 50 know I mean? cents
2: off if you bring a keep cup. Yep. Another 50 off if we can give you a lecture. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's it. That's it. And so, you know what, tonight I'm taking a stand. Tonight I am saying enough is enough. Mm -hmm. There will be no more sugar shaming under my watch. Mm. I want to start a bit of a revolution. 131060, please call now if you have two or more sugars in your tea or your coffee and you are sick, like me, you are sick of copping crap for it.
2: Do you think people do?
1: What, you don't think anyone else has two or more sugars in a tea or coffee?
2: Well, you're the only person I've ever known who has been sugar shamed. Really? For the t- uh, the amount of sugar in your no, tea and I,
1: coffee. I, the, maybe I'm the only one. I wouldn't think so, though. Uh, my point is, I think we need to start a bit of a revolution, Zach. Yeah. We need to get all these, all of us together in a room, right? We'll have tea and coffee. Band together. A bit of tea and coffee at and the back. And make
2: sure you bring in bulk sugar. Uh, I'll the have, big one kilo.
1: <laughs> I'll have more than enough sugar. The <laughs> point is, when we put this revolution together, we can say to the baristas and the judgmental coffee and tea snobs of the country, yeah. we will put in as much sugar as we want, and we will not take it lying down
2: anymore. So, you want to put together an army, do you? Yeah.
1: And I do realize this is the most passionate I've been on this show ever.
2: Or about and, anything. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you know what? I think I've saved my run for a good time. 131060, <laughs> do you have two or more sugars and you're sick of copping crap for it? Give us a call. We are starting a sugar revolution. Sugar. We'll start with Imogen in Melbourne. Imogen, why do you want to join this sugar revolution?
2: Well, I usually order a caramel latte. Extra caramel and three sugars, and oh. I get the funniest looks, and I get people asking me, "Are you sure that's going to be really sweet? I know what it tastes like." Yeah, Imogen yeah. knows what she's doing. You, know she what knows like. what she's ordering. Do you know what
1: Imogen? I'm going to say something to you that I'm not sure you've ever been uh, you've ever been uh, told before. I reckon that's a quality order. That's yep. a really good order, and I respect it, Imogen. <laughs>
0: Thank
1: you. It's Finally, be- somebody agrees. Yeah, it's beautiful. And you know what? Any barista out there who's thinking of sugar-shaming Imogen tomorrow when she goes to get a caramel latte, three sugars,
2: don't even think about it. Do you think uh, an extra syrup? Is that sugar-shaming or syrup-shaming?
1: Uh, you know what? It's all in the same category. I'm happy to have the sugar, the, the syrup-shamers on board as well, Yeah. <laughs> the people who are sick of that. We have Gemma, oh, a barista, potentially joining the sugar revolution. Gemma, what are your thoughts on this?
0: Hi, um... Uh, personally, I think sugar is, uh, sneaky and you can get addicted
2: very easily if you're not careful. Oh, hey, ha, hang on. Have, has Gemma slipped into your army <laughs> no, dome undercover?
0: I, I
1: have been very clear. I wanted people in favour of sugar. Gemma, are you telling me you're an anti-sugar person?
0: Mate, I am so anti-sugar.
1: Now get off the radio. I'm sorry. I'm not taking any more of Gemma. <laughs>
0: That's because not how this from works. a coffee
2: point of view, Dom, yeah, a barista will tell you that it will ruin the taste of the coffee.
1: Well, you know what? I reckon the coffee's ruining the taste of the sugar. Right? <laughs> Chicken and have, the egg.
2: I oh, say so you're having a, a, a little bit yep. of coffee with your sugar. That's it. So I it's know- like I need to go down and get my morning <laughs> boost of sugar.
1: I know that there are some coffee snobs right out coffee there on the site. I'm a sugar snob.
2: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah, I, fair enough.
1: I, Gemma is not welcome in this club. Gemma mm-hmm. is
2: trying to tear down a revolution. Okay, well, she's I, gone. A club that seemed. Yep. To Three minutes ago, to mm. be a very loving and supportive club, well, has just had a dark turn.
1: I'm, am just saying, early on, Zach, we need to be stringent. Tracy is in Melbourne on thirteen ten sixty. Tracy, please tell me you want to join the sugar revolution. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Tracy. What's your order? Um, I get a really big cappuccino, and I ask for six sugars. Yes. And the, bar-
0: the barista looks at me like he's a barrister and starts giving me legal advice about it. Oh, you know what? <laughs> what, do do they they say, yeah. what do they say, Tracy? What do they say? Oh, it's just like you don't don't you care about your skin?
1: Ah, uh, do you know and what? Like, I- well, it, I think that is outrageous, Tracy. You should be able to get six sugars if you want. Do you know what? I think you should be able to get as many sugars until it's no longer soluble. Yeah. The moment it stops being soluble, then you can question me. Yeah. To that point, though. Shut up and make the coffee.
2: But at some point,
1: make the coffee. I couldn't agree more. I didn't know
2: you still had (laughs) Tracy on the line there. But I'm glad she chipped back in.
1: (laughs) Oh, sorry. We're just having a conference meeting over here, Zach.
2: Uh, Is shut up and make my coffee. Yes. Is that the shirt you're going to start wearing?
1: You know what? I'll add to it because I think that's a little
2: bit (laughs) confrontational. It'll be
1: shut up and make my coffee and put the sugar in, right? You know what you're going to get? You know what What? you're going
2: to get? What? You are going to get coffee with sugar in it. It also might have a bit of saliva.
1: (laughs) Do you know what? Because
2: the baristas are going to start spitting in your coffee if you're (laughs) making shirts like that.
1: Sugar shaming is done for good, Zach. I'm declaring it right now. You're not allowed to do it anymore. I'm on my way to the kitchen right now. Cappuccino with four sugars coming right
0: up. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. What
1: would you do with $100 million?
2: What would you do? Buy an island. I've said this before. Yeah, yeah, maybe a couple. Before. I'd probably yep. buy an island and mm. then if money permitted, yep. a few surrounding islands give me myself a bit more of a buffer.
1: What do you mean? A buffer from who? Uh, the world. The world. <laughs> you, so you become a recluse. You become like an eccentric recluse.
2: No, I would have a small community on the island. Okay. Can I have friends can, and family. Can
1: I join the community? Mm,
2: maybe one of the outer island communities. <laughs> We wouldn't let you on the central island. <laughs> okay,
1: right. And I guess the, the separation of the island as it spaces out shows how close somebody is to you. That's correct. So you and your wife are on the middle island. Yeah. Then maybe your close family is the next yeah. ring. How many rings and out of that's swimmable.
2: Right, that's a swimmable okay. distance. <laughs> yeah. But you would be one that would be a short boat trip. Okay, and you'd put sharks in between, wouldn't you? <laughs> I wouldn't put sharks in between. But well. if sharks showed up, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't scare them away. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, you know what? I mean... We should start planning for that, though, because there's a fair chance for somebody that they're going to win $100 million from this radio really? show. Really? Wow. I reckon so. I'll explain why. I'll get
2: the sharks ready, everybody. <laughs> this is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making
1: Out of Context News tonight... Scott Cam enjoyed the early bird special at his local
2: RSL. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. I had a big night. 4.30 I finished, which is not too bad for me. Also, Pink loves Fruit Salad by The Wiggles. There's songs that come out every once in a while that you wish you wrote, and that's definitely one of them. And Donald Trump isn't happy
1: with Where's Wally. We will find you, we will arrest you, we will jail
2: you, and we will deport you.
0: This is Collective With Zach and Dom Prize piggy bank.
2: Because this radio show is so late at night The radio station doesn't give us any prizes to give away Yep So what we have to do Mm. Is we have to enter other people's competitions Yep We win prizes And we pass them on to you It's a win-win situation
1: Now unfortunately in this segment so far It's been a lose-lose situation We've entered one competition Which was to win one of three Peter Rabbit DVDs On a mum blog We didn't win now, I've spent the past week like, just looking into if that was a conspiracy. From what I can tell, the winning three entries are actually pretty good. So we have to up the game, and this week I have upped the game. What have we done? Well, instead of going for one of Peter Rabbit DVDs, I thought we started at the small end, right? Yeah. I've gone completely to the other end of the spectrum. And in my hands right now, I have a lottery ticket in tomorrow night's $100 million Powerball draw. Mm. Now, this isn't for me and you. This isn't for us. Yeah. It's for the show.
2: Right, well, you've picked the numbers.
1: No, 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 it's random
2: selection. Oh, random selection. We have 12
1: games, so that's. I think I assume that's 12 chances. I've not done this, really. Yeah. 12 chances, drawn tomorrow night. So I think it's safe to assume this time tomorrow night we'll have $100 million.
2: Okay. Um, Do you want to read out what the numbers are? No,
1: because then other people might go and buy the same numbers. Yeah, but
2: everyone has to know what numbers we're playing, so that when, no, they, no, no. Watch, when they watch, exactly, because here's they'll what know happens. that they've won. Let's hey, say Everyone knows that. all
1: these numbers. No, but because... I understand what you're saying, but let me give you the reason why not. Why? The reason why not is if I read these numbers out and everyone thinks, geez, I'll copy the radio show for a bit of luck, and then one of them comes up, we have to share the Division one prize with like everyone else who put those numbers. Mm. So that means, let's say 10 people do it, suddenly it's 10 million, not 100 million.
2: I understand what you're saying, but how can people who are listening Well, we'll tell them now, tomorrow night. We'll tell them tomorrow night. But how can they trust? Because if we win... yeah. How can they trust that we're going to actually pass the money off? What,
1: you think you and I, if we were $100 million, would you keep that for ourselves? I mean, maybe we'd magically disappear from the show. Yeah. Maybe this show would, would fall off the air, yeah. or we'd start doing it, and you hear waves lapping in the background from our live ocean studio. I'm not sure.
2: So basically what you're saying is yeah. we have no prizes to give away. No. In order to have a prize to give away, yes. on behalf of the people of the country, yeah. you have bought a ticket in tomorrow night's lotto. You're all
1: part of my, our syndicate, Yeah, basically.
2: And... So, if, if you win, yeah. everyone wins.
1: Tomorrow night on the show, I think this is what I'm saying, there's a reasonable chance we'll be giving giving one person $100 million on
2: the oh, show. Oh, we you're going to give one person? We're not going to spread it evenly? Um,
1: no, I reckon we give one person giveaway. Just okay. use it on one show. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that'd be a record for biggest giveaway of all time in radio history. Wouldn't yeah, it? $100 million. sure. Yeah. That'd get us on news.com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. I reckon there's a chance. All right, so look, um, tune in tomorrow night from 10pm, we'll be giving away $100 million. Yeah. Um... And if, I'll, I'll, look, when we do win, Zach, yeah. I just want to have a very clear commitment. You're yes. not going to want any of the money?
2: Well, uh, For yourself? I, I could call up on 131060, Yeah, couldn't I? I and go into so. the draw?
1: Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. You can work with that. Okay, great. All right, well, the ticket's there. Stay tuned or night. We'll let you know how we go. Zach, do you want to have a look at our numbers, though, just to know what our lucky ones yeah, are? Yeah, thanks. Pass it
2: over here. I'll Actually, memorize it. No, I'm
1: not giving you that ticket. Okay. <laughs> this has already
2: come between us.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yeah.
2: Listen to the show before you know each week. We ask, beg, nay, no, plead for five star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, aka the Collective Down Forum. AKA the happiest place on the internet. Uh, it is so easy
1: to get into the collective now forum. I'll explain how you do it in a second. Firstly, though, Zach, you are starting further and further away from the microphone each time we do the forum at the moment.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a long range effort.
1: What are you doing? At, I, I, it feels like you're always coming from another job somewhere in the forum to get here.
2: Yeah, I'm always, <laughs> I've got my backpack on yep. and I've got my pick in hand yep. because we're currently doing our own Mount Rushmore. <laughs> well,
1: this is your task at the forum. Yeah, yeah.
2: And we're taking uh, suggestions on who's. <laughs> Head should be up there. Obviously, we have Shane Warne.
1: Yep, and that's Tracy Grimshaw.
2: I've already finished those you
1: two. You've done Tracy. I've yep, done Tracy. Great. Uh, so
2: nominations for great Australians, yeah, or great Earthlings.
1: Well, I think that's a great idea. Um, uh, anyone you have, please do let us know in but the forum. We
2: refuse Martians. Do we? Yeah.
1: Like wholeheartedly. If a Martian landed tomorrow yes. and happened to be as legendary yep. as Warney or Tracy. Yep.
2: No, well, we have a no Martian policy. Yep. Uh, so the only qualification is they have to be a resident of Earth.
1: Uh, can I just ask, is that discrimination from us not letting any Martians in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I mean, look, as long as we're across that, I think that's what matters. What about the crazy frog? Hmm. Is that a... It, uh, yeah. Crazy it, frog's yeah.
2: an Earthling because the mm. crazy frog originated from Earth. Right, okay, sure. I think the crazy frog was a supernatural Could, frog. It <laughs> uh, wasn't an alien.
1: Could you imagine if we stumbled upon, like, you know, an alien race? They made they touched down on Earth, and it was a race of crazy frogs?
2: Yeah. That'd well, I don't like the term crazy frog. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, let's not talk about his mental health. Oh,
1: okay. That's a good point. Maybe that's politically incorrect now.
2: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Sure. Um, the <laughs> frog with <was> some troubles... <laughs> As
1: the frog having a tough time at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I has think that's has got some
2: it. help and I'm sure is a lot less crazy now.
1: <laughs> well, there's something we should definitely do at some stage. Yeah. The frog who's recovered just yeah. years afterwards. Mm. That's an idea.
2: Because um, when you think about it, yeah. the, it's actually quite rude mm. that someone put a beat <laughs> to that Poor frog's rambling.
1: That's a great point. <laughs> because <laughs> great it point. doesn't
2: make any sense. No, no. It's incoherent.
1: Um, look, we, look, these are all things we can work out in the psychology wing of the forum, mm-hmm. which uh, is where I've been working lately. You've been in have Rushmore, you? I've been at the psychology wing.
2: What have you been doing?
1: I've uh, just been... Uh, work, You've been uh, seeing
2: the crazy frog, have
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, the crazy frog wanted to come for some help. Yep. Um, it said, I'm a bit sick of Zach not putting me on Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Can you give me some advice? Yep. And I said, I'll bring it up in the forum, I'll do what I can. And okay. so I've, I've I've stayed true to my word on that.
2: Oh, well, the Crazy Frogs application is in my in-tray, yep. and that's to be processed. Great.
1: Perfect. Well, look, if you do want to join the Collective Down forum, all you have to do, search for Collective Down on iTunes, leave a five-star rating as your admission price into the forum, and then you're in, Zach. You can write whatever you want, uh, and we will read it out on the show, including nominations for Mount Rushmore. How many do you reckon you can fit on that mountain we have here?
2: It's a much bigger than Mount Rushmore. Uh it So is, I'm yep. thinking 40 plus.
1: 40 Okay.
2: Yeah. Great. Come it's on. like a gallery. That's going to be a lot of work for you, yeah. chiseling them.
1: Yeah, it is. And is it a, is it safe work? Are you like, is someone supporting you in a harness?
2: Is someone supporting me? Like, you I a, have a harness, yeah. But is
1: someone like belaying? Is that the word? Someone no, belaying I do it all top? myself. See, that's that's the sort of commitment that makes the forum what it is. What I
2: do is I have a hammock between the noses of Tracy and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Shane at the moment, and that's sure. where I sleep.
1: That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, any chance I, one of us might get on the forum? I'm oh, sorry, on the, on the Mount Rushmore?
2: Uh, no, because we run the park. That, that, <laughs> that wouldn't be appropriate. Oh, that's egotistical. Fair call. Cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, first into the forum today, Zach, is Grace Lang. Uh, just saying, I hope you're having a wonderful day today. Well, I've got to say, Grace, um, with this Mount Rushmore gear, we're having a perfect day. It's good. And what, you know, what, one of the collective noun Forum slogans is every day is a good day in the forum. Mm-hmm. One of the many slogans. I think another one we have was, what was it about Buffets. Something about buffet breakfast uh, and
2: cheese in a buffet.
1: Something like that. Uh, and Something then like obviously
2: that. the happiest place on the internet. The yep. backside of our Mount Rushmore is just <laughs> all, the, all the slogans. All the slogans. <laughs>
1: Great. All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming in, Grace. Next up, we have Dinosaur Prancer in the forum. Um, now, I'm not entirely sure what's going on here because this review just says update. She's pregnant. Never mind. Now, hmm. I've done That's a... cryptic. <laughs> it is cryptic. We love a mystery in the forum. I've done a little bit of looking back. Dinosaur Prancer's last review. Was uh, basically them saying asking for help to convince their mum to let them get a rat. I think. So I'm so, wondering, is the rat pregnant? Well, either maybe the mum's pregnant, and instead of a rat, they're getting a sibling. That could no, be it.
2: Okay, those aren't comparable. <laughs> it's not like, hey, what should we get?
1: <laughs> yeah. Should
2: we expand the family or get a rat? Mm. It's confusing. Not it the is. same thing.
1: Well, look, dinosaur brands, to keep us updated, we'd, we'd love to know. Um, next up in the forums, Zach. Today we have anti gluten. Making their way in. Now, uh, a little while ago, Zach, um, we were talking about the creation of a new type of Coke. Uh, what was the new Coke that had just come out?
2: Coke Orange. Have you Coke had orange. it yet? I haven't had it. Any no, good? No, either.
1: No. Yeah, I feel like big, new Coke flavors used yeah, to be amazing. bigger. amazing.
2: That was like, I remember camping out for vanilla Coke. Did you? Wow. Well, <laughs> in theory. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. uh, metaphorically is what I mean.
1: Have they ever made vanilla Coke like frozen Coke? Vanilla frozen yes. Coke? I should, they should, that should be more popular. Yeah. That'd be great. Well,
2: yeah. Well, as you say though, yeah. you don't hear about it. Like we don't really hear about this orange one.
1: That's true. Something's gone wrong there. Yeah. Anyway, the point is they've just said that apparently we both agreed that vanilla Coke was the best soft drink available in that segment.
2: Oh, um, right. I see where this is going. Yeah.
1: And they've just said, I was horrified by the treasonous statement that was uttered. And I'm wondering whether you guys have forgotten about the glory no, of, of LA, course LA ice not. Cola. Of course
2: we have not. <laughs> we haven't. Can we I just, meant yeah. outside of LA Ice, obviously. Well, uh, it's like yes. one of those things where it's like, well, you don't even need to say it because it's too so. obvious.
1: Now, if you've only jumped onto the show recently, you and I are the unofficial ambassadors for the uh, convenience store option, LA Ice Cola, the room temperature cola. Yeah. Um, and I would think that at this stage, anyone who doubted our commitment to LA Ice Cola mm. doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, you and Isaac, I mean, you've got that LA ice tattoo over your back.
2: Uh, it covers up a lot of it. It does. And which is good because when I put my shoulder blades together, mm. it makes it look like the top's popping off. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So it's quite clever.
1: Uh, and me personally, I haven't consumed any beverage that wasn't LA Ice Cola yeah. for the past, I think it's nine months now. Yeah, you brush your teeth
2: with it. I do. Which the doctors say, please stop doing that.
1: Yeah, but you know what I say to the doctors is I don't care about this LA Ice Cola agenda you guys have. Yeah, I Andy. will continue to do this. Yeah. The point is, uh, and and I just want to be really clear on this anti-glutin. We have not gone off L.I.S. cola, of course. Not. And in fact, I would like to make similar to what you make in a wedding, mm. a lifelong commitment. A right now, a vow mm. that I will never go off L.I.S. cola for in sickness and in health.
2: Well, the power is vested in me mm. by the government. Yep. Um, <laughs> I now pronounce you man and cola. The,
1: I mean, I don't want to marry the L.I.S. cola. Oh, sorry, I, mean, I want,
2: I, want to, I, did. I just know it. <laughs> It can't be undone now. Well, I know we're in in
1: international waters.
2: Uh, um, (laughs) You should have said something earlier when I said, if anyone has anything to say, speak now. So
1: I'm now legally married to a cola. Yes. I mean, if you were going to be legally married to any cola, LIS cola is the one you'd want to be married to. Yep. But I mean,
2: I just don't. Well, oh, I don't want you doubting your vows so quickly. I mean, <laughs> I've never heard someone wanting a divorce while they were still in the ceremony.
1: <laughs> well, like I'm saying, I want to, I want to commit my life to Elias Cola as my cola, not mm. as my romantic partner.
2: Okay, well, you're going to have to get a uh, prenup then.
1: Is it something? Post-nup. It's somewhat. What,
2: <laughs> what is it? I know there's a prenup before yeah. a prenuptial agreement. Yes, so it's still a prenup.
1: So L A Cola is going to take me for everything I'm worth.
2: Yeah, in the divorce. Well, you would be. It would be more so the other way around because mm. obviously L A Cola is the empire. Well, that's true. And that's you're true. the small player here.
1: Well, that's a good point. Um, I'm going to take them for all of their. Do you know what? Actually, I've decided, I've changed my mind. I've come around to this idea. Yeah. I think I'm happy to be married to L A Cola.
2: That's great. Do
1: you want to come to our uh, our reception? Uh, the only thing being served is L A.
2: I imagine there'd be a couple of cedars mm. and, what's, <laughs> yeah, what's, Lido. What's the, and Lido. Yeah, that's true.
1: I, look, I am wondering now if it's slightly cannibalistic. Uh, actually, I'm going to... Yeah. No Lido. No Lido?
2: We're big fans of LA Ice. <laughs> <laughs> Lido's the worst soft and, drink. And
1: ever. can I just say, if LA Ice Maxi shows its face at this reception... No,
2: they wouldn't. They I wouldn't be that bold.
1: They, you wouldn't think so. No. Uh, that is all we've got time for in the forum tonight. If you do want to be a part of it, we would love to have you on board to suggest Mount Rushmore people, or anything else. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your admission price into the forum. Write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's pet name game.
2: This is the game anyone with a pet can play. Give us a call on 13 10 60. Just by hearing your pet's name, we think we can figure out what type of animal it is.
1: Tegan is in New South Wales. What's your pet's name, Tegan? My pet's name is Snake.
2: Okay. Hmm. All
1: right, now we've had... Well, we've, there's an obvious one. There is an obvious one. We've had stuff like this before happen, though, Zach, where we've had an obvious one. Was it, like, pigeon or something we had once? Hmm. I think it was quite recent. And we went bird and it wasn't a bird.
2: I think we have to go Snake. Do we, though? Well, because if we don't get it, yeah, if we go dog and it ends up being a snake, we look pretty silly. But yeah, if... It ends up being a dog and we said snake. Yes. People are like, okay, well, I understand why oh, so you went forgiven. snake. Right,
1: so it's a safe so, Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So like hedging our bets. Right,
1: because we don't want to wake up tomorrow to any articles on, you know, the radio industry websites that we've embarrassed ourselves.
2: Uh, Tegan, is snake a snake? No. What is it? He's a fish. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can
1: we ask what, why?
0: Well, his name, it's not Snake, it's Snape, as in Severus, Severus Snape. Oh, Okay, well, that's where
1: we okay. went wrong. Okay, well, that's the problem. That's, now, that's
2: the problem. We would have got that. Yeah, of Snape course. Snape is obviously a fish. <laughs>
1: Snape from Harry Potter, <laughs> the first animal I would think would be fish. Yeah. So what's happened there is yeah, we haven't Bit been, of a miscommunication. We didn't quite get there. I'm going to give us a point for that.
2: Yeah, I, I reckon we would have got it.
1: I reckon we absolutely would have got that if we heard Snape. Jordan, on 131060, what's your pet's name? Povu. What was that?
2: Povu. Povu. Yep. Okay T-O-V-U Yes yeah. Okay I haven't heard that word before uh, no. If I'm honest <laughs> Yeah,
1: no, nor have I It sounds a bit like tofu yep. You're a vegan What's tofu like? I'm not a vegan A vegetarian What's tofu like?
2: Uh, good Chewy What's- Chewy uh, It's Pretty the- tasteless Unless you add some flavours
1: See, it looks like Turkish delight
2: Yeah but Don't I imagine- get them confused <laughs>
1: Do I imagine it doesn't taste the same?
2: Uh, no What's it like eating? I said, chewy and tasteless. i am
1: just realised I've forgotten what we're doing. Why aren't we talking about tofu? Uh, uh,
2: tovu. <laughs> tovu, that's right. It's the animal. I just uh, got really so, curious. Uh, what's a vegetarian animal? Huh. Chicken? Are they vegetarian? Yeah. Uh, probably not, actually. They eat insects. Yeah. But let's just say chicken.
1: Jordan, is Tovu a chicken?
2: No, he's not. He's a cat.
1: Can you ask why? Why, Jordan?
2: Uh, because it's Kovu, K-O-V-U, and it's, uh, Scar's brother from the Lion King. Okay, well, we would have got Can that as well. Say, we would have got yeah. that there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. But Dom spelt point. it, Jordan, and you said yes, that's how it's spelt. No, then I, I
1: did correct myself because I oh, realised, right. yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. That's all right, Jordan. Not your fault.
1: Not your fault. Um, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's <laughs> two from two tonight in the pet name game. We're going beautifully here, Zach. All right. Let's we... see if
2: we can get this name right.
1: Yeah, we're gonna get. We're gonna get the exact spelling on this occasion. Tessa on thirteen ten sixty. What's your pet's name?
0: Albus uh, Dumbledoofus. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm not going to ask you to spell it. Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, no. We've got a Harry Potter theme going Albus on here. Albus Dumbledore.
2: Doofus. Yeah.
1: Dumbledore. Now, Albus Dumbledore. Is this,
2: is, this, is this actually in Harry Potter? Dumb. No. I wouldn't know. No, no, no. So it's name. a play on a Harry Potter-like name. Yeah,
1: well, the character's name is Albus Dumbledore.
2: I know that there's an owl in Harry Potter. There is. No one keeps I know. Is there a cat?
1: Uh, there is a cat, actually. Well, Professor McGonagall transforms into one. Yep. Um, but I'm thinking Dumbledore has like a... Uh, a has beard, a, has, right? Yeah, but no, Dumbledore has a bird. Yeah. Um, what are those birds that like burn away and then come back to life?
2: Uh, fake.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Fictional. Phoenixes? Phoenixes. Oh, right. Okay. Right, so I reckon... Dumbled- they don't exist. I reckon Elvis Dumbledore could be a bird though. Yeah, okay, uh, so something thinking- that's
2: kind of like a phoenix. Is
1: that correct, Tessa? Bird?
2: No, no, it's an axolotl. Axolotl. What's an axolotl? A half fish, half lizard. Okay. Just is that right, Tessa? <laughs> what
0: was that? Half yeah, fish, that. half lizard? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs>
2: yeah. Haven't you seen those at the this bottom of the been, fish tank?
1: Can I just stop for a second? This yeah. has been a bizarre edition of the pet name
2: game. Yeah, it hasn't been very good.
1: It hasn't been well, I mean, we got two from three. I mean, yeah. so that's pretty good.
2: <laughs> yeah, but we didn't really. On technicality.
1: <laughs> On technicality. Either way, I just think next week we need to get our spelling right. Yeah. We need to get our Harry Potter references right. Yeah. I need to go and study what an what Axolotl is. Yeah. And when we Google come it.
2: Back, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Do you
1: think it'll be a fun Google search? Yeah, great. I'll have a look at that. And when we come back next week, Zach, I reckon
2: three from two. Do you know what an axolotl looks like? Yeah. You know that dog from the Never Ending Story that can fly? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not like that. Yeah. Sure.
2: Do you know that? Do you know yeah, that dog? Yeah, yeah. Imagine that with no hair on it, and it's walking on the bottom of a fish yeah, tank. Yeah, I'm going to a song.
0: <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I hate to end the
1: show. On a low note, but there's something you need to tell me, isn't there? Hit me up. Now you've got you've got an announcement. Yes, I You're do. You're sitting
2: on a big piece of news. Which one are you talking about? Though I have about six <laughs> yeah. ready to go for you. Yep. Uh, whenever they become <laughs> appropriate.
1: Well, this one, Zach, is related to your future on the show. Mm-hmm. You're leaving, aren't you?
2: Uh, again, probably. <laughs> But for what reason are you suggesting?
1: Now, you know that uh, last year, I think it was late last year on the show, I told you that I had a dream in which you left this radio show to do a show with Denise Drysdale. That's right. The, um, I think, late 60s woman who hosts Studio 10 on Channel 10 in the mornings.
2: Uh, Yeah, we're going to do a baby boomers (laughs) millennial kind of twist on radio.
1: That's it. Um, Now, I was scrolling through Twitter tonight when Peter Ford, entertainment reporter, tweeted, Denise Drysdale's leaving Studio 10. She will announce on the show tomorrow morning that she's leaving to pursue other opportunities
2: in the media. Mm-hmm. Well, here is the here is the announcement. Yes. Uh, yes, I will be working with Denise <laughs> Tristram, But no, I will not be leaving the show.
1: Oh, okay, great. So you're going to keep doing this show.
2: No, 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 no. What? There's a third microphone over here. <laughs> so my announcement is we will be... Having a third co-host on the show. <laughs>
1: Starting when? Wait, let's announce it. When's Denise Drysdale joining well, the show? Well, hopefully
2: tomorrow night if we can get it. <laughs>
1: okay, great. Yeah. And what's Denise going to do on this show with us?
2: Just a lot of good banter. Yep. We figure that maybe she'll be like a motherly figure to you, Dom. <laughs> okay, because great. Because you're sure. so close to your own mum and yep. you have room in your heart for another mother. Do
1: we have to change the show name or anything to include her in it? Ding Dong Drysdale?
2: Uh, yep. There will be a ding dong sound effect yep. as the opener goes off and it'll Brilliant. be like ding dong. And then a voiceover will say ding dong's here. Great. Uh, <laughs> and then our opening segment will be mother from another mother <laughs> where she gives motherly advice to other mothers. <laughs>
1: Great. Well, I can't wait for Denise to join the show then. I'm I, not
2: even sure if Denise is a mother. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying she she has a motherly aura about her.
1: I, look, it's gonna be a bit. It's gonna be a radio first. It's gonna be exciting. Also, she'll bring the average age of the show up to about forty. And we need that. We do we need, need that. that. So we need the helpful. maturity
2: level to rise a bit as well.
1: Great. All right. Well, uh, can we get Denise some headphones? Yeah. <laughs> Let's sort this out over the next twenty four hours. Denise Drysdale will be joining us thrown out as part of our new media venture. Mm-hmm. Do we need to clarify this isn't happening? Or is that What clear? are you talking about? This is how it
2: works. No, you that's put true. things into the world. That's true. And then um, <laughs> tomorrow night she'll be here. <laughs> I think that's how it works.
1: All right, well, that is all we've got time for tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night, maybe with Denise Drysdale. See you then. Bye.
0: Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.